0: Hello listeners, my name is Murray and welcome to MV Talks. The purpose of this podcast is to have an uncomfortably honest conversation about heterosexism. On today's episode, we will be discussing heterosexism, a question against the LGBTQ plus community. Joining me today is my younger sister, Veronica. I'm a freshman in high school, and me and Murray are both lesbians. I think this is an important topic and a good way to spread awareness about a big problem in the world that affects millions of people. So before um, we get started, I'm going to define oppression in my own words. Oppression in general is when a group of people degrade another group of people because they feel they're superior than them. It's a way to minimize their freedom and opportunities. The oppressors sometimes go so far as to murder, harass, and massacre these groups. How would you describe oppression? I agree. Oppression is just hatreds towards a group of people. Okay. Um, I'm going to define the four different types of oppression. So the first one, ideological oppression, is hateful ideas towards a group of people. To me, ideological oppression is like stereotypes towards the oppressed. I agree with that. Institutional oppression is hateful laws or like government officials getting away with hurting the oppressed. There reminds me of how police throw tear gas at protesters. Exactly. The oppression is unfair acts towards people to minimize their levels of freedom and opportunities. Interpersonal oppression is slurs hate speech and violence towards the oppressed. Internalized oppression is the oppressed believing hateful ideas of themselves. What is heterosexism? Heterosexism is oppression and hate towards members of the LGBTQ plus community. Oppression against the LGBTQ is getting worse and Murders and hate crimes against them rise every single year. So now we're going to be talking about ideological heterosexism oppression. Ideological heterosexism oppression is when there are hateful and harmful ideas and stereotypes about the LGBTQ plus community. An example is saying someone is coming out of the closet for attention or that bi men are just gay and that bi women don't like women. Have you experienced this oppression? Yes, when I came out, a few of my family members actually had these harmful ideas that it was a phase or that I was just confused because I knew my sexuality so young. I think those ideas are very harmful and they definitely invalidated my sexuality because if heterosexual persons can know they like the opposite sex young, and not be questioned for it. I don't think it's right for people in general to question it when someone likes to say Okay, I think it's a good example. Thank you for sharing. Um, an example of institutional heterosexism would be not allowing <sighs> same-sex couples to adopt kids. Personally, I think it's so messed up because everyone deserves a chance to be able to raise kids. And not only that, but there are so many foster kids in need of homes. I think it's so weird how the main heterosexism oppressors preach the Bible to oppress us, then preach pro-life on abortion bans. Yet there are millions of kids in the foster system, and they still want to stop same-sex couples from adopting kids. It goes to show they don't really actually care about the kids and more about oppressing. <clears throat> what are your thoughts on that? I think that's really unfair, honestly, because a straight couple doesn't always have the chance to plan having a kid. When a gay couple wants to have a kid, they have to go to lengths to be able to have one. So if a same sex couple wants a kid, they're most likely ready for it and planned it before beforehand <laughs> <They're good. laughs> this is just my opinion but i believe that a child growing up with queer parents would be more likely to be mentally stable i think that because the child would never have to worry about being judged for being themselves i'm sure hetero parents can make great loving parents but no doubt a kid being raised by queer parents would be raised in a very supportive and understanding environment from the gym and whatever have to worry about being questioned for who they love or who they are because all they will know is that it's okay to be yourself and it's never something you should feel ashamed of. <clears throat> um, that's a good response. Um, interpersonal heterosexism would be violent acts towards LGBTQ members, like hate crimes or hate speech, like slurs. For example, I'm a, mask, <clears throat> I'm a mask lesbian, so when I go out, I'm used to getting dirty looks from older people. They don't hide their disgust when they look at me. One time I went to Target, um, and some man who looked to be around his mid-30s looked at me in pure disgust, like I was something rotten. <clears throat> and he told his kids, look at that dyke. And he also murmured fag looking straight at me. It was a very hurtful and eye-opening experience because it really set in how people have so much hate in their hearts for something that shouldn't matter. Because who someone decides to love <laughs> should never have <laughs> to be a whore. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> I'm sorry. It's because my cat keeps attacking us. Being a femme lesbian, I haven't got experiences like that. (laughs) I know. (laughs) If I were out with a significant other, there's always a chance of us being in danger. It's disgusting how common it is for people to be so publicly hateful. Just let them Internalized heterosexism would be members of the LGBTQ community feeling like they're less than, than hetero people or not normal. Do you have an example for this? Yeah, actually, I feel like it's really common for queer people to be scared, to be openly proud about their sexuality because they're scared to make others uncomfortable or worried about not being normal. Which I think is like a way of internalized heterosexism. Good answer. I agree with that. I also feel like another example of internalized heterosexism (laughs) would be members of the LGBTQ plus community feeling embarrassed about who they are. Sorry for the disruptions. My cat's like acting crazy. I know this. I know personally, it took me a long time to realize I was gay because of my parents' religion. <clears throat> and I would feel, I would believe I was going hell. I felt very ashamed of liking girls. And I think that's why I oppressed it for so long. In my sophomore year at DCP, I came out to my ex-boyfriend as bisexual. Because at the time, I repressed liking girls so much that I believed that I liked men too. He was homophobic. <clears throat> but I, I didn't know that at the time. And he actually told me that it wasn't right that I liked girls. He asked me why I would choose to like girls. He openly said he disliked how people could choose such a gross way of living. At the time, I was horrified because it took guts to even come out to him for him to have such a negative reaction. Being 15 and only being out to my sister at the time, it made me even more confused about my sexuality because I started to believe him and I felt gross about myself because I witnessed so much heterosexism, oppression around me growing up that I started believing it. Like once at church the priest started screaming at this poor young boy. <clears throat> um he starts the at church the priest started screaming at this poor young boy calling him a fag for wearing earrings in front of everybody. This priest was enraged that this boy was wearing jewelry and he was so mad like he was really angry. The boy's ears were so red from embarrassment and I felt so bad for him and I still do. There was a lot of kids at the church that day and I know that there had to have been more queer kids that felt like how I did. All of these experiences really made me scared of myself. And I think it scared me more that no one disagreed with him. Everyone else seemed to not see anything wrong with what the priest was doing while I was panicking. And I remember feeling so much fear for that boy. It left an, a big impact on me because being young, I knew priests were what my family looked up to. And um, I remember feeling so sick to my stomach because I felt like something was wrong with me. And I think I even threw up after I felt like the priest was yelling at me. The priest did not stop there. He was so full of hatred that it was ironic he worshipped God, who he himself said was loving, forgiving, and non-judgmental. He told the boy he was going to hell and called him disgusting. Thankfully I've grown and I've learned to be proud of who I am. I've come a long way and I'm grateful for it. Have you experienced any internalized heterosexism? <clears throat> when I was in middle school, I had a best friend that was very conservative and religious. I wasn't out of the closet then, but I would hear how badly she talked about the same-sex couples around us, and it really impacted me in the long run because I was so used to being around such hateful people. Thank you for sharing. That is about all the time we have on today's episode of Envy Talks. Thank you so much for having this important conversation with me, Veronica. I think this was an important, necessary conversation we had to have. Goodbye. Thank you for listening. Sorry for the distractions. <laughs>